Have you ever wondered why some young people choose to end their lives? Ever wondered who they are and who they left behind? Have you ever wanted to hear their stories? Would you like answers to these questions and many more? Welcome to Suicide Pages with Dr. Lulu. Her mission is to shine light on these young people, create awareness for, and educate the world on youth suicide. Opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Dr. Lulu and her guests. They are not a substitute for professional advice. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK or send a text to www.crisistextline.org. Now, here's Dr. Lulu. with Dr. Lulu, the podcast. How is everybody doing? Today is part two of our discussion with none other than Eric Rishi Infanti, the yogi, the teacher, the healer, the author, the man about his business. He is going to continue with his talks on mindfulness. We're going to listen, we're going to learn, and we're going to try to put all of this into practice. So without any further ado, here is part two of our beautiful interview with Eric Rishi Infanti. Enjoy. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on, um, was there anything else that we wanted to talk about? So we talked about the definition of mindfulness, the benefits of mindfulness, and we kind of wove in life and parenting and kids. We did. I love it. it. And I was here yoga in and talking about yin yoga, which I do not, can I use the word hate again? Hate Ashtanga. You got hate. <laughs> Am I the only one that hates Ashtanga? No, there's a lot of people who, who really who really love that practice. I have had that practice in my past for years. I have taught that practice for years. Mm. Um, I love that practice. I no longer practice nor teach that particular style. No, I'm all about give me whole... vinyasa in a minute. Please don't bring Ashtanga. Yeah, yeah. Flow anytime. Love flow, it. flow, flow. Yes, yes. So what, what, what I say is, is this preferences. We all have preferences, right? Yeah. And so we're, we're going to, as long as we're in a practice, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It that doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah. As long as we're, we're achieving, you know, and as, and again, we, we continue to talk about us as, you know, thought leaders in this clinical industry to, to help other people. You know, we need this more than ever. So our well is consistently full so we can help, so we can help at a potent level, not at a minimal level. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So our, our presence is critical more so than even our methodologies are critical, right? Our presence. I love it. Right. Our presence. So if people feel our presence more so than our technique, it's going to be more powerful for people. People will show up for us because of our presence. Not necessarily we do this technique or that technique or you do EMDR where this one does hypnosis, things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. So yes. where, are we, where are we going now with, with, with this? I love it. I, love it. I think, well, I think since, we're two episodes out of this, believe it or not. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But one, one, one of the things that allows us to do 
I'm just going to talk about mindfulness again continually here mm -hmm. is, is we can start to see particular signs for people. We talked about that already, but the challenge becomes is pathways to suicide. It becomes challenging as for, for clinicians because one diagnostic approach can, doesn't necessarily lead us in towards recognizing what this is, a suicidal tendency for people, right? Okay. So we, we, need to, we need to come, we need to be more holistically intuitive and holistically grounded into our own experience so we can understand that it's, people might have a, a variety of different pathways towards their, their, their absence of health or, or towards suicide. And it could just be you know, what we refer to as what experiential avoidance, right? So how to escape. We want to escape the pain. We want to escape the, the unwanted thoughts or the, the, the strong, strong uprising. Urge, of, yes. In, in yeah. Us, yes. Uh, the, the emotions are so uh, powerful, powerful, right? We true. just want to get out of it. Or, or the movie that continues to play and haunt us as yes. our memories. Right. Yes. So the PTSD comes in. So uh, the, the, then the sleep deprivation is there. And then and then our body becomes what? Unwhole or disease starts to enter in. And then manifestation of disease starts to manifest in on the physical layer as well. So to understand um, experiential avoidances inside of people is is critical here is critical right wow. so yeah you know i, I may i might add because i know the listeners know you from the first episode and you haven't listened to it i want to say episode nine yeah something like that something like that so go yeah. back and listen to episode nine if you haven't so you can kind of know the background eric was a Marine, went to two wars, had all kinds of issues at home with father suicide, brother suicide, son missing, just uh, a life full of enough reasons for him to want to check out, but he never did. Now check this out. He keeps talking about PTSD a lot because this is something, this is a life, this is a, he's actually talking his walk. Now as a pediatrician and as a parent, talking to parents, for those who are parents listening to me, in children, the equivalent of PTSD is called ACEs. Do you know about ACEs, Eric? I'm not, I'm not educated ACEs in ACEs. No. Adverse childhood experiences. Adverse mm. childhood experiences. That's, to me, the equivalent of PTSD for adults. I know people know PTSD. And only select people know ACEs because we're, we're clinicians for children, right? Yes, so, yes, but it's yes. The same pathway. All it is is major, major adverse effects. I don't know. For instance, maternal abandonment, paternal abandonment, child rape, molestation, yes. abuse, yes. Bullying, oh my goodness, my favorite thing to talk about, bullying. All those are adverse childhood experiences. And just because Eric's PTSD didn't lead him to the path of suicide, doesn't mean that the next person's PTSD will not. And therefore, with right. ACEs, one child's experience with ACEs can lead them to become a bully, can be, to become suicidal, or yes. even to end up taking their own lives. 
because everyone's tolerance is different. But what he's saying is if we can all begin to practice some degree of mindfulness. And Eric, I'm going to need you before we go to give us maybe five other easy ways to practice mindfulness. I know you mentioned exercise, but before we get to that, I just want people to know that parents, you can start that with your child, even as a toddler, be it working in the garden. In my own case, I love to work in my garden. It helps me connect with mother earth. I love to plant. I'm very, I have fantastic green fingers and anything I touch literally grows. So mm. that's one way mm. for me. I love yoga. I love to walk mm. and exercise. I used to teach kickboxing, whatever, whatever. And now I like talking in a podcast. Whatever it is, that's going to help you release your energy. But I think Eric being the guru, he's going to give us some examples, some practical examples for this experiential avoidance. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and, I, and I love this and I appreciate this very much. And your example of gardening is, as well as this podcast, um, but the gardening is, is, a, is, a, is a primary example of what mindfulness can be for somebody, right? Yes. Because it doesn't have to be sit in a meditation for two hours because that's not practical for people inside of our society, right? Yes. So what I want to bring across now, because you brought that in so eloquently, is that you said, for me, mindfulness is gardening. Gardening is mindfulness. And it is. Because you can bring mindfulness into every single thing that you do. Do. Yes. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah. And that, and that, and that is the, the preceding definition, right? I'm, I'm, I'm directly paying attention to what I'm doing in this moment without distraction or judgment. I love it. Right? So now, some more tools and techniques. You could be with your, your loved one, your partner, for example, mm-hmm. and then you, can, you could enter into a vulnerable conversation about how you're feeling and have a preset agreement that I'm going to come from a place of no judgment receiving you. No judgment is critical. So it's not just yeah. being present in the moment. You also yes. have to. Okay, because I think I've been missing that definition in my life. Well, well that, that, uh-huh. I understand. Yeah, but the... the no, that, that piece of the definition, the re- rather. Yes, the reduction of judgment has got to be inside of, inside of that definition, in, inside of the practice. So like what you were saying before when you went to the yoga class, you couldn't do the pose. You couldn't do crow pose. And now we're judging ourselves for not doing crow pose. Yes. Right? Now, of course, we're not going to get there inside of judgment. Oh, wow. It's, it's, acting, as a, it. it's acting as a blocker, right? It's blocking you know? our energy. Do you know, as a pediatrician and a parent's coach, I need this. And I think it was this year, maybe it was last year, my new year resolution was to become more mindful. And I think it was this year. But in as much as I've, I've just said that, but today it just hit me as a parent coach, even as a parent, if we could just all be a little bit more mindful coming from the angle of no judgment can you imagine the relationship between the parents and their teenager if they absolutely practice mindfulness the correct way yes yes wow yes because a lot cause... of my teenagers their biggest concern is well my mom da, 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 or my dad da, 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 and the dad is like well i did that because the parent chooses as the parent you should you should always want to change yourself right not the other person if you sure. choose to judge your teenager because he does blah 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 and then you're not being mindful. You're this, not is being, wow, this is true. This is true. This is true. The interview to get it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And as and as parent and as anybody, it doesn't even have to be parent as a hierarchy, right? It could be anybody with anybody. 
if we are all taking full responsibility for ourselves, then we are present with no judgment here. Good. Yeah, we are present with no judgment. And that is the critical piece as part of the definition. Now, a couple, a couple other techniques could be you can be in a very silent walking meditation. You know, very slow, deliberate, mindful, walk in a labyrinth, right? No, that's Thich Nhat Hanh, that teacher's methodology. Um, but other things, obviously, go to yoga. Go to your public yoga class. My God, go to yoga as many times in a week that you possibly can. Go to yoga and experience the meditation in that last pose, if anything. So if you're doing the, the, the faster gang more styles, um, you know, the vinyasas, et cetera, that you love, um, and I do as well, I teach a, I teach a rock solid vinyasa by, by the way oh. yeah um but 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 anyways oh. but anyways can we afford um, you eric can we afford <laughs> me? I'm, I'm very i'm very affordable yes yes um, high quality low price yeah okay maybe i need to sign up because you know you know and i tell people this other, i don't want to sell what i haven't bought myself so maybe I'm right right up. well talk Talk to me afterwards. Talk to I me will. afterwards. I sure but, will. But we got we're, we're, walking meditation. We got yeah. gardening, but, but, yoga. Okay. But after the yoga class, the, the very last pose is your shavasana or your resting pose. Yes. Right? Now, that is a meditation. That, that is right after an hour, 45 minutes, hour and a half, whatever it is, of breathing and moving mindfully. So you have primed the system, you have primed your energy systems, you have primed your body, you have primed your psychology to rest for five, seven minutes. And then now you can start to get into a meditation practice. And that's where we want to, that's what we want to build to, is we want to build to the point where we can be in a comfortable seat, whether it's lying down, seated, whatever it is, back against the wall, however we need to be. So the body can be at rest with no sensations, and then we can start to do the deeper inner work. This is why I love the aspect of yin yoga, because we're inside of maybe passive poses, maybe we feel them a lot because of our body structures or our injuries, but the yin yoga, we're holding poses for a long period of time. Oh, wow. Because I was going to ask you, actually, I forgot at the beginning when you first mentioned yin, what yes. is Because I don't know anything about that. Yeah, yin yoga is a... A, uh, it's not hot, not fast. It's mm -hmm. a slow pace. It's a slow pace, mindful pace, if you would, right? Makes sense. And, yeah, and postures are held for two, three, four, eight minutes. Oh my God, eight minutes! I could not yes. do a crow for eight. I have ADHD. Well, no. <laughs> well, 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 well. Here we are. Well, here we are. We 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 take the strengthening poses primarily out. Okay. So picture it as in uh, you know pigeon pose, for example. A common vinyasa pose, but you're in pigeon pose for five minutes, one side. No. Ah, oh my right? God, that would kill me. Yeah. Ah. Now, now, what it does though is it gets deeper into connective tissue, the fascia lining, the tendon, the ligament, oh, wow. where, you, where, where you can access joints. So the gang vinyasas and all the other ones, um, not to mention more labels. Um, are going to affect muscle a lot, bone, you know, too, bone structure, you know, postures, things mm -hmm. like, like that, right? Um, but the yin form, because we're holding so long and we're not necessarily in a heated environment, because now we can overstretch, right? And um, we're breathing. And we're breathing. And there's nowhere to go. 
You're oh in your pose. God. That would just, yeah. So me. I need it. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's it. So you, you like, like you, like you and so many, you recognize, Oh my God, this is like a thing. I know because I have fibromyalgia and that will yes. just help me. It will on a deep level with deep. my body that I'm learning to not like anymore because it hurts all the time. Yes. Yes. But also here I need in my life, but also here in the heart. Yes. Also here in the heart, because now you're saying, I don't like my body. There's a judgment immediately. Oh my God, Eric. I, I, right. You know what? I don't like you anymore. Okay, Eric. <laughs> I'm just like on point. I don't, I don't like you anymore. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Right? I need you right? to be my, my, my yoga teacher. I'm, I'm going to sign up with my yogi. I would, be, I would be honored to. I do coach people all the time, so I, I would be honored to. But, but realize, realize that that shavasana at the end of any class is so mm -hmm. critical to be present inside of there. Don't go to sleep for the five minutes. Just I do. Present. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I snore. I find myself just drifting off and just snoring. Is it that, that or I'm thinking, what's next? But, you know, I have to quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the distraction, right? That's the distraction we so talked about. So you're saying to me that people should actually not fall asleep doing Shavasana? So if they fall asleep for the five, seven minutes, they really need it. So go ahead. But okay. if you can stay yeah. awake, don't don't go into the to-do list don't go into what you need to do for the night or the morning yeah get out of, stay out of the to-do list right stay out of activity so you just cancel, anchor so deletes mommy mode mutes the mommy button yes so anchor anchor into your breathing right because ah! anchor into the breathing anchor into the breathing because that's what is the 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 gateway into the deeper layers of meditation right wow yeah yeah Anchor into your breathing, huh? We'll see. All right, what else? I love it. I love it. I hope the listeners are getting it because I am loving it. I'm so glad you said you were going to come back. I knew it was going to be good, but I, you know, I didn't know how good it was going to be. This is awesome. Here, here, here's one more technique we can explore with, with a loved one, with a partner, right? Mm -hmm. With your beloved. Sit cross-legged comfortably. Get the supports and cushions and pillows that you need. So you don't have to fuss around. Spine is upright. You're facing one another. You're so close together, your knees are touching. Okay. All right. You're sitting cross-legged comfortably on the floor or in a bed or in chairs, right? All of that works. But you're intimately close to each other is where your knees are just touching. Okay. And then take right hand into the other person's heart. And so the other person is doing that for you as well. Heart to heart, okay. hand to heart. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take your left hand on top of the right hand, layering heart to heart with hands. Wow. And you're going to look into, you're going to look into each other's eyes. And then you're going to start to match each other's breathing. Breathing. Patterns. And you were going to say that. And you yeah. Wow. And then you'll, you know you'll, asp yeah, you'll aspire to inhale deeply and exhale deeply. But the presence of hand on heart and hand on hand is very warm and comfortable. And then the eye gazing is also there. And then matching each other's breathing. There's obviously no words spoken here. But you're able to feel each other as well as yourself so intimately and so deeply. You know? That's a very good mindfulness exercise you can do with a partner. I love it. I love it. My wife just had... Um, shoulder surgery 
Mm. Well, she's moving mm. it around a little bit, but I think, and I just had hysterectomy. So both mm-hmm. of us are kind of equivalents right mm. now. So mm-hmm. this is actually something I'm going to suggest. I love it. I love it. Beautiful. You're not, we are not Beautiful. planning to match each other's breathing, but it, it does happen as, you know, inevitably. Is that the case? Yeah. You establish it as each other's a, breathing. Establish it as an intention and oh, let it unfold okay. by itself. Let oh. it unfold by itself. And it will. It will. It will. Oh, wow. Pre- presence will do that. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So, oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. All right. All right. Anything else, sir? I think that'll tie us up around some methods. We talked okay. about several of them. So, so I think we're good. So, essentially, for the listeners who are going through the journey, because indeed, this podcast is about the journey to suicide. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just in summary, because we did go here, there, and everywhere, because I have ADHD, and you don't. <laughs> You're very focused, and I like that sometimes. Thank you. Thank so you. you want to give us a brief synopsis, because I, I can't. Usually I want to, but I think I'll let you do it. Brief synopsis of just kind of, I don't know, two minutes, definition of mindfulness, working through the benefits, and of course, some practices, and then boom. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the the Buddha himself gave us these aspects of mindfulness to start to pay attention to first the body because we have access to this body, right? And then what sensations are we feeling inside the physical body itself? And then what feelings are we noticing arise? What emotions arise for us at time to time throughout our day, throughout our life? If we can become closer to those feelings, emotions, and sensations, we can start to get in touch as to where we are. So we're witnessing things objectively. We're witnessing things non-judgmentally. It's like data. It's like we're reading a book, if you would. And then so to understand the mind and understand consciousness and to understand our mental content, our memory, and our data from that lens helps us to cope with things like you're talking about ACES and PTSD as well. Because it just is that. It's memory or it's data. And it doesn't have to be so painful if we can see it in that way. Hmm. Right? So PTSD, the movie of terror, the movie of trauma Hmm. that keeps us awake all night long. Yeah? If we can start to see this as memory, data, mental content, and not necessarily something that we take ownership of. Yeah? So the techniques of mindfulness, like the ones we talked about. Yeah, is the idea, therefore, to replace those memories with others as you replace data with, you know what I mean? Like newer experiences, maybe even better, more pleasant, more... Yeah, if we can get out the if we can get out the door, we can create some experiences for ourselves, right? Yes, and therefore Absolutely. by walking slowly, yes, and you smell the flowers, for instance, you would notice the Ex- dog barking, you would notice exactly, neighbor, you know that they have a new baby, and you might even notice that you know school right. started, you know, and, wow. and then can you can you be can you be authentically joyful in that experience, or are you still experiencing trauma and pain? Wow, right. So a lot of this is to help 
clear the experience of trauma and pain so we can experience joy in our life. Right? Wow. So mindfulness being the deliberate act, the action, action of paying attention to what goes around you, inside of you, with everything that you're doing, free from distraction, because they're going to come outside of us as well inside of us. Mm. Our mind will be our own distraction, let alone whatever's outside of ourselves. Mm. And it's a state of being fully present, fully present as to where we are, what we're doing and who we're with, the energy itself, right? Yes. And, and then coming from a lens of no judgment, a oh. lens of no judgment. That, yeah. That's the kicker right there. It and is. So peace yes it's, yeah it's so when you're when you're almost as important if not more important than the yes. presence itself wow. yes yes so whether you're in your garden or whether we're, we're cooking a meal to be present with what we're doing and 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 then use that as the tool of actionable mindfulness so we're not distracted by 10 other things right we, we went to corporate america and learned how to multitask which isn't even a possibility multitasking is an unfortunate technique that is just simply mental fragmentation. Hmm. Mental fragmentation. I'm present with you here and I'm ignoring everything else that is around me. Not because I'm going to ignore it permanently because I'm present with you here because this I have created as a priority. Priority, yes. yes. To be with, with you in this time structure, right? We created time. Humans created time whether it's a sundial or an eye watch it doesn't matter we have created time we have a and, and most of us humans on the planet don't even know how to define time we just are inside of it right mm. so i'll even give the definition of time from my view time is a continuum a continuum in which all the events in our lives occur that is a very good definition of time as to where to understand where do we spend it who do we spend it with Mm. What, what do we spend it on doing right what is the priority in our life in this moment right now it's me with you as an example right when our call is done I, i'm going to take my dog for a walk and experience mindfulness with her yeah right you know it's funny you say that because some days i'm just sitting there and i have that urge and i do have the urge to okay for instance just i i already walk the dog this morning with the wife and I was on my phone the entire time <laughs> and she's like uh -huh. you're walking with she said and I quote you're walking with your phone because I was like I'm walking yes. with, you know you're walking with your phone and she was like give me she's that right and I said she's no. right and I did not give her the phone and she's gonna listen <laughs> to this episode and, and look me in the eye good but she but and I did not give the phone and I was like oh I'm doing something important is what I said but she said well then you're walking your phone you're not walking with me and the dog and, and right. sometimes right. I get that sudden urge to just go out and just experience the outdoors and I, and I, and I quickly let that feeling go. Yeah. So I can yeah. continue playing with my laptop or something. Oh my God. Yeah. So, 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 so listen, hmm. listen, we're, we're, we are human and we are going to have an abundance of these human moments and we need to be okay with that without again, judging that but to recognize when we are doing that. So having the awareness around it. So if we're not paying attention, mindfulness, if we're not paying attention, mindfulness, right? We're not going to have the awareness to have a behavioral change. Change. Right? 
So now, next time you walk the dog with your wife, you can charge your phone instead of be on it, and you can be with your wife. Oh, my God! <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. In this way, this way, you're present with her, she's present with you, and now you're sharing that connection, which I brought upon a little while ago, the hand on heart, hand on heart, eye gazing. You can have a very similar energy just walking your dog, arm in arm, hand in hand. In silence. In silence where your hearts are connected. Or you could be having just a beautiful conversation about whatever, you know? But yeah. you're both I mean, we present did, with one and, another. And, you know, in all fairness, in the, in the end, we, we walked up a street that we haven't yeah, walked yeah. on before. And we went around yeah. and we saw a house that was for sale. And, and I explored that and... You know, we talked about whatever, whatever, which I do try as much as possible to walk with her when she's walking the dog. I walk the dog too, but usually alone with the dog and my phone. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and um, she always keeps her phone home when she walks the dog. I noticed that a while back. I was like, where's the phone? She said, no, I always leave the phone charging. Yes. The dog. So. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. All right, yes. Eric. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You're loving me today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I? Okay. <laughs> so listen, in, inside of relationships, in my view, it's just my humble view, presence is vital. Wow. Presence is vital. Without presence, you know, you're back to mental fragmentation like a project manager, right? Mm. Mental, mental fragmentation inside of a relationship is, is it's a wounded relationship. No wonder we all go to divorce because none of us is allowing present. us to be present enough. Yes. That's it. That's it. So having, you know, mm -hmm. the mindfulness realm here is giving us the awareness around that. Right. I, you know, listeners, I don't know if this is all too much for me, please. If this is too much for you, for you give me a high five while you're listening to, because this is too, I knew it was going to be deep, but God, Eric, have mercy on a sister. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Wow. You're right. So presence is vital. And I love what you said about um, changing behaviors. If we are not paying attention, we're not having the presence of mind to change behaviors. I love we that. Won't, we won't even know about it. Yeah. It's, it's oh. important. Wow. It's important. And then we can take the next step. And then we can take the next step. And then the layer and the layer and the layer and deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, but that's the first step. This is not a one day's podcast. This is, you know. A journey, lifetime yes, journey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know what I said the first time, please, Eric, I feel like we should come back and revisit mindfulness. Uh, maybe we should do that once a month, the mindfulness we, series. I mean, no, absolutely. I, I, I yeah. kid you not. Like, this is obviously two, two episodes, two podcasts. But I feel like we should do the mindfulness series, maybe like five or six, whatever number of it takes because I almost yeah, feel like yeah. we rushed it today and we didn't even really get the, uh, maybe one layer was peeled. Right. Right. And there's so, so much. You, I'm asking on behalf of myself and everybody, wow, it's called mindfulness yin yoga, embracing yeah. the yin path. And it's got yeah. a doorknob on it. Oh my God. It's so we can enter, we can enter through that door. Right. Yes. So, I see it. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. So y'all, he just showed me a book that's called, Mindfulness of Yin Yoga. Yes, is that the name? Mindfulness, of mindfulness and Yin Yoga. Yeah, so that's on Amazon. Mindfulness, Kindle, Kindle and paperback. Yeah. Yes, mindfulness and Yin Yoga by Eric 
Rishi Infanti, y'all go get it. Support my brother. Put him on the big map. I wish I was Ellen or Oprah. <laughs> you are. You are in my eyes. You are in my you eyes. You never know. Thank you. You never know who's gonna hear yes. this. You never just. You just never know. Thank you so much, Eric. How do you say thank you in yoga? I don't know. Namaste. We would, we namaste. would say namaste. We yeah, would say namaste. namaste. Okay, so that's it. And I know the meaning of namaste means the spirit in me sees the spirit in you. And I do. Yes. I really feel the light. Thank you so much. Let us make this, I don't know, once every month, every other month. You tell me. You got it. No, every month is good. Let's do that. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to see, because I have like 16 other episodes that are waiting before even this one gets the light of day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to do four episodes and I'll put one of this and then another, another four and then one of this, and then we'll be, we'll be Beautiful. at 10 because I want to do a monocast every, after every five, but yeah, yeah. as it worked out, I got 10 the last time and then I did one. So I'll, I'll, I'll plan it and I'll see, and I'll see. Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. My honor, my honor, truly, truly. No, no, it's ours. And I could told you, I had to confess to Eric that his first episode, his first interview, his first page on Suicide Pages was the most downloaded and most listened to episode. So this guy is not joking. Thank you so much for your knowledge. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your mindfulness to realize that our listeners need to learn about mindfulness. I jumped on it. As soon as you said it, I was like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> and y'all don't know this, but we're actually recording this on a Sunday morning, which we don't usually do. So that's giving me ideas now. Maybe I should get, get and start recording on Sunday mornings. But thank you so much, Eric, for everything. And um, My pleasure. My pleasure. Namaste. Your story Namaste. is very powerful, it's very touching. It is one that everyone needs to hear. And I think and hope and pray that everyone sees little pieces of themselves in your story and just and who you are. And I hope the energy and the world, the universe keeps you alive long enough so we can learn all of this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, love. Namaste. All right. Give Namaste. Me one yeah. You got it. Awesome. 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 So ladies and gentlemen, ugh, this man, oh my God, he is too much, too much. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for downloading the episodes. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being there. And if you have a moment, please tell someone about this podcast. Share the podcast. Tell people about it. We are all hurting. We are all one Eric away from recovering from our dangerous journeys and our dangerous paths. So y'all, thank you so much. I will see you all later. And hopefully we can have Eric come back and go get his book, please. He has seven books and he just got an eighth book, right, Eric? Did you just get an eighth book? Um, I did. And um, it's, it's, it's not quite out yet. So okay. Okay. it's going to be out. It's going to be out very shortly. And it's about raising the consciences of the man, the male. Not man as in humanity, but the male. Um, you, you women are on a goddess uprise in our, our cultures right now. You're so very, very powerful and, and, and wow. And then uh, as, I, as I look around the, the world, it's like men need to step up. To men need to, to step your up. Level. Thank no. you. Yes. Yeah, so, as a so mother wrote, of three boys, I approve that message because <laughs> men think that they have the 
the, I don't know, they've always thought that they are the strongest sex, for, first of all, which is completely not true. And, and not I'm at all. Yeah, to prove not at that. All. But also, it's important that it takes a great man, a great man to see that, to see his weaknesses and accept and then want to do yes. something about it. So that's what yes. Ed is on a mission to do. Yes, yes. So much. I can't wait for that book to come out. Thank you. And um, I will let you know. I will let you know. This is the third time we're trying to end this podcast, and I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's so full of information and so full of knowledge. What a man! Thank you so very much. And um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can end it now. <laughs> All right, y'all. Remember what I always say: parenting is the most important thing you've ever done in your life. It is the best thing you have ever done, but it's also the hardest thing you have ever done. You heard Eric talk about how mindfulness and just being present in each of your kids' worlds, their little cocoon, getting to know who they really are, is so important in being a parent, in parenting them. So go out there and be the best darn parent you can, okay? And tell them Eric and Dr. Lulu sent you. This is Dr. Lulu. This is Suicide Pages, the podcast. Signing out. <laughs>